When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Gwen and Chris is a former, current, should me, giant manager. Bob Melvin. Bob, Bo Mel, how are you today? All right. How are you guys? We are well. I'll get right to it, Bo. I know having got a chance to work with you over the last couple of years and, and listening to your comments since uh, you, you've you've taken the new job, you're not in the business of mudslinging. So I'll just ask you, in terms of the Giants, um, what made that a better fit for you? Yeah, well, you're right about the, the mudslinging thing. And, and I feel awful about, uh, you know, how that ended in San Diego, first of all. So, look, you know, it's a lot was made at the end of the year. Certainly there was a lot of drama surrounding the, you know, the situation um try we tried to work through it thought we did there toward the end um and then got together and had a meeting uh at spring training a few days after the season you know aj told me that the giants had called and what did i want to do so you know i tabled it really and and just wanted to talk about our situation going forward i wanted to see it through and as you know um you know, I was committed to to the Padres, and you know we started talking about some things that you know were issues. You know, to get to the point where we were at the time, and you know it just didn't seem like it was going to get much better. It felt like you know that the that the drama and the narrative that that ended the season really just wasn't going to go away. And I don't think it was fair to the organization. I don't think it was fair to the team. I don't think it was fair to fans, anybody, because if you go into the next season and, you know, it, it, it something goes wrong and now now it's going to pop up again, it just, just didn't feel like there was an, an end to it. So it, as we discussed it a little bit further, uh, it just felt like maybe the best thing to do for everybody was, was listen to the Giants. And, and once I did, you know, I was lucky enough to land somebody somewhere else because there's only so many of these jobs and, being able to go go home obviously had something to do with it. Bob, uh, what did you think about the way this whole thing kind of transpired? I mean, as it was happening and you were right in the midst of it all, was it uh, was it something you kind of wish you could have changed that was it was happening, but there was no real way of controlling it all? No, and, and no, you're right. And it seemed like it got worse and worse when really, you know, it, it, inside it wasn't as bad as it seemed. Um and look, I, you know, I wouldn't trade my time in San Diego for anything. I, I, there were there are days on the baseball field, uh, you know, in the last couple of years that were my favorite, you know, as much as a few of my favorite ever. So um, it, it just it just felt like it was it was going to hard to get past what was being reported, not being reported just from one, 
you know, uh, outlet, but it seemed like more and more as it went along. Bob Melvin is with us, and uh, he's now the manager of the Giants. It, it had to be a difficult season to, to manage the Padres. As you look back over this season, was there anything you would have done differently this year? Uh, any changes you would have made that, yeah, I don't know, you've got to second-guess a few hundred things, I would imagine, after a season like this goes the way it did? Yeah, well, it's easy to do now. You know, it's, it's real time that... <laughs> It's real time that, that, you know, it kind of got away from us a little bit, but obviously, you know, and that was part of this whole thing, right? The, the magnitude of it was, you know, the expectations of the team and, and, you know, who the, the personnel that we had going into that season. So I, you know, that had a lot to do with it was, you know, everybody felt like we were supposed to be in a much better place and the season went along. We just couldn't get out of it. And, um, you know, so everybody felt bad about where where the team ended up. Bo, you've been in two like opposite end of the spectrum situations in terms of roster with Oakland and then in San Diego. Do you take anything from your experience um, dealing with a roster of the likes that you had here in San Diego that you think will help you moving forward? I think you, you try to take a little bit of everything and learn from every situation that you're in and, and, Definitely that. But, you know, the year before, as bad as last year was, the year before was, you know, it was fantastic. And, and, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to come on and I wanted to talk to you guys was to let everybody know and and thank everybody for my time in San Diego. I mean, the people that covered, you know, myself and the team, certainly the fans there. And, and, you know, I used to go out to the dugout 25 minutes before the game, half hour, 25 more minutes before the game, just so I could take in the scene every day. It was one of my favorite things about being in San Diego was going out there, looking out at Gallagher Square. It's already packed, looking up, you know, in the upper deck in left field and seeing that, they, you know, people were starting to sit down there and knowing it was just going to be another scene, another event uh, that that the fans were just so supportive of that team. And you you really didn't want to get immune to that or callous to it. So I used to do that every day. And then, you know, obviously the one of the great days of my baseball career was, you know, when we beat the Dodgers, the reaction of the fans in the stands and, and, and around town and everything that day and, you know, Manny's reaction and everybody's reaction in the dugout and so forth. So as bad as it seemed in 23, 22 was really, really special. And you kind of have to balance that when you realize, you know, now you're moving, I'm moving on to another chapter in my career. And the San Diego one, even though it didn't end great, was very special to me. Bob Melvin is with us, uh, formerly the manager of the Padres. And uh, so many things have been written and so many things have been said out there, Bo Mel. And, uh, you know, there's been reports even resurfaced that uh, you didn't like Juan Soto on the team. And then we heard, <laughs> we heard reports about Josh Hader only wanted to pitch certain innings. Was this a difficult team to manage or are these reports just a little bit haywire? I, you know what? I'm not, I, I really don't want to get into narratives and look. Juan Soto, I talked to Juan a few days ago. Juan knows Soto knows how I feel about him. I know how Juan feels about me, and those are the most important things. And, you know, as far as Josh goes, we we communicated a lot over the course of his time there, and, I, you know, Josh and I are in a good place too. So, you know, if, if you answer one question, then it's going to lead to another one and another one and another one, and it just doesn't feel like uh, the timing for it is now. One thing that's crazy is that uh, the Giants opened the season in San Diego. Did you? Did you? I noticed that. Did you notice that? 
I did here recently. How yeah. many how many millions of emotions do you think that's going to bring with it when you uh, check into San Diego for that game? Hey, I'm still trying to get through this process right now. I mean, you know, saying goodbye to so many good people, you know, in the San Diego, you know, whether it's the players, whether it's you know the people that supported me from above. Peter Seidler is a fantastic man. Eric Rutner was so good to me in that organization. AJ and I actually, I like AJ. He likes me. We just had some differences as far as, you know, baseball philosophies were. But the players, all the players, and if I mention one, I need to mention them all. They they were fantastic to me. So, um, look, it, uh, it, it I'm just trying to not be too overwhelmed with uh, what's going on now to think about what opening day is going to feel like. But I, I did notice it when I looked at the schedule. Bob, uh, we really appreciate the time. Uh, just going out, uh, something you just wanted – I mean, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but speaking to the fans, that's why you wanted to come on. We wanted to give you the platform to come on and try to clear the air a little bit. It seems to me you've done that. You've addressed everything without getting too specific about all of this stuff, which we don't really need to know. But just kind of on your way out the door, kind of a last parting word, and then uh, you know we'll start rooting against you. That's all. <laughs> no, look, I just, just, I mean, whoever gets to manage this team, San Diego going forward is is going to be blessed. It's a fantastic team and amongst a, a fan base like no other. And and you know, just being in San Diego and experiencing San Diego, man, what a, what a joy that was. And. And, you know, I got to be around guys, you know, the Hall of Fame guys, Trevor Hoffman and, you know, baseball royalty, Tony Gwynn Jr. and his family. And, you know, it, it just there's so many things to love about San Diego. And like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for anything else. So another chapter going forward, but just kind of wanted to to clarify where what I was thinking, kind of where I was at and be and so appreciative to, you know, everything that transpired there. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on, Bob. It was fun uh, working with you the last couple of years. You've been nothing but great to us, and uh, uh, we do wish you the best in San Francisco. I'm just kidding. And uh, we'll see you on opening day, if not before. Thank you, Bo. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. There he goes, Bob Melvin. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.